truly like if you if you have a passion and you're super passionate about it excuse me and you believe in yourself don't allow anyone to ever minimize or diminish what you're trying to accomplish and what your overall goal is. Because even though that partnership may end, your passion and your drive, you, you, will, you will find your way, you will find yourself along the way. Because it took me five years to get to the point of just filming a documentary. Um, but there will be so many people along the way that will doubt you, that will probably laugh at you, that will say, hey, you know what, what you're currently doing is making you money, why aren't you happy? But if you truly believe in yourself and truly believe in what you're doing, don't allow anyone to take that away from you and just always keep going and push through that. Hey everyone, this is Devin Miller here with another episode of The Inventive Journey. I'm your host, Devin Miller, the serial entrepreneur that's grown several startups into seven and eight figure businesses, as well as the founder and CEO of Miller IP Law, where we help startups and small businesses with their patents and trademarks. If you ever need help with yours, just go to strategymeeting.com and we're always here to help. Now, today we have another great guest on the podcast, uh, Brittany Daniels. Give you a quick introduction to Brittany. So as uh, it was raised in the divorce home in her own words and uh, lived in, or was raised in two different worlds. So um, kind of or saw both sides or two different worlds and uh, got that as an initial education. Well, I went to college in Jacksonville, Florida and got a degree in business with a focus on international business um, and then started in regulatory compliance with uh, Deutsche Bank. Um, wasn't her or wasn't her passion. So after about two and a half years in investment banking, uh, started developer on exit um, and then applied for, I think, you know, applied um, for about three and a half years, had a ton of rejections, but wanted to go work for Accenture. Um, then uh, out of, or decided to um, get into or talk with, I think, a friend and you correct me wrong, got into consulting there. Um, still wasn't her passion. So moved uh, to New York about five years ago um, when was getting into a production company, the side hustle, and then decided to uh, start to make that side hustle more of a full time gig. And with that much as an introduction, welcome on the podcast, Brittany. Hi, thanks for introducing me. That was a great introduction, Devin. <laughs> Absolutely. So, so now I gave kind of the the short version of your or the shortened version of your whole journey, but take us back a bit in time, kind of um, growing up and then going to college and how your journey got started from there. Yeah, well, um, as you mentioned, I grew up in the South, so Jacksonville, Florida. Most people don't consider Florida the South, well, but um, where I grew up in Jacksonville is more like Southern Georgia. Um, yeah, so I grew up in um, Jacksonville, was raised um, by two moms, um, two from totally different socioeconomic backgrounds. Um, one mother had nine kids, the other mother had zero, so I was her child. Um, so yeah, I grew up there. Um, it was a bit of a, um, an, an interesting um, upbringing because I was always um, paralleled between two totally different worlds. Um, so ended up, uh, I guess I can fast forward through graduating from, to high, from high school um, where I was sort of thinking about, okay, where do I wanna go to college and um, landed on a community college initially. And then um, went to a, a four-year university after that, um, landed on business, didn't really know exactly what I wanted to study in school. Um, so just kind of had to figure all of that out, um, landed on business management uh, after a few years in school. Um, international business became sort of my focus, uh, studied in France for a bit during that time, came back to the U.S. and decided 
um, that I should probably focus on graduating and getting a, and getting a job. So um, after graduating from, from college, I graduated from UNF, uh, University of North Florida. Um, so after graduating from UNF, I um, started working at Deutsche Bank. And um, as you also mentioned, um, it, it was cool initially, you know, your, your first job out of um, college, you're excited, they, you know, you have all these great um, promises and ambitions. And so um, after being there for a few years, I, I did realize that, you know, A, being in Jacksonville wasn't my passion, and then B, um, being in the, the role that I was currently in, um, I, I realized it did not have um, any sort of forward progress. So um, I started to prepare for my exit and I thought, okay, well, I want to be in New York, um, big city, better opportunities. Um, so just every single day, I would spend about three to four hours after work, um, before work, just applying for jobs, tons of interviews, tons of rejections. And um, that lasted for about three and a half years until I landed the role at Accenture. So now one question I do have on that, okay. that's a long time to slog through lots of in, in, or lots of interviews, lots of rejections, lots of you know submitting resumes and everything else. So when you're going through that, you're saying, okay, I'm, I'm going to plan my or plan my exit, you know, start working in that direction. And you take those three and a half years to go through that. As you're going through that, did it, was it no job offers? Was it just job offers? And hey, these aren't ones I'm excited about, or kind of you know that's a good that's a good amount of time. Either you have a, a really good grit about the rejections, or you uh, were just curious, <laughs> kind of you know how that three years went when you're spending a lot of time trying to find that dream job. If it was just it was couldn't quite find the right one, didn't match, never got the right offer. Kind of how did that how did that work out? Well, yeah, I mean, it was a little bit of both, right? So there were there were a few offers um, on the table, but it's just what it didn't seem right. Um, maybe I think the first year and a half, I had several rejections, but the offers that um, that I received was more aligned with my um, my background and what I was currently doing. And I think what made it more difficult for me is because I was trying to totally transition from doing sort of back office work to, to go into like consulting and working with clients. And um, you had people who went to like Cornell and all of these great business schools. And here I am with my UNF education. So it was very difficult. So um, a lot of those were rejections and um, it, was, it was a lot of hard times because I had to reassess, well, is this something that, you know, is this for me? Is it, is, you know, do I keep going? And, um, you know, that small voice in my head always, you know, led me to, you know, keep trying because I knew that there was something greater for me out there. Cool. And I, and I give you absolute props. That's a, a, a good long time to have to deal with rejection, but saying, Hey, I'm going to, do, it's going to work out. I'm going to find out what I love and I'm going to keep with it until I find it. So, so now you do, you know, you, you, you slog through that, get lots of rejections, keep it with it and finally get, you know, the job. And I think you said it was Accenture and you did yes. that for a period of time. But if I remember right, and you can correct me if I'm wrong, even after all of that, you still found that that wasn't your necessarily your passion. Is that right? Yeah, um, actually, interesting enough, I'm still with Accenture. Okay. <laughs> um, yeah, so I've been at Accenture for five years. So um, it, it was a transition period, right? So once I got the job, um, within the first, like, three months that I was in New York, you know, I, you know, just a little background, I, I moved here alone, I didn't have any family, any friends, um, moved in with a roommate on the Upper East Side, um, total stranger, new job, new career, um, didn't have any sort of support system around me. 
And, um, you know, I, I did start feeling like, oh my gosh, you know, I, I'm lost. I, you know, I thought this would make me happy. I thought I was on like, you know, on this path to like, you know, just, you know, solidifying my career and just, this, you know, up, up from there. But, um, you know, I, like you said, I, I wasn't happy. And so, um, you know, my mom from, from Jacksonville was, would try to be encouraging. They're like, you know, maybe it's just you feeling homesick. And, um, you know, and it wasn't that I just realized even after all that, there was something more, there was something else that was missing. And, um, so one day I decided to, it was a Saturday morning, I decided to go out and um, search for furniture. I was like, you know, maybe if I make this place a little more homey, because my roommate, she actually didn't really care about making the place, you know, look nice at all. <laughs> so I was like, maybe if I made it homey, I'll love it, you know, I'll start feeling better. And um, I, I ran into this guy there who was actually a producer. And I just started chatting with him about, you know, some of the things that I had been doing in, in my spare time that I never really shared with anyone. Um, and that was just like kind of like these thoughts and then these like, you know, show ideas and these movies, movie ideas. And um, that's when he really um, kind of opened my eyes to, you know, what my true passion is and, and what I'm currently um, working on right now. Mm, so. Now, one question, just backing up in, okay, in sure. into the story is, you know, you, so you went to the first job in New York and, you know, it's always exciting and fun out of college initially to, you know, any of the first jobs, it's always kind of, you know, an exciting time. And then you decide, okay, that's not quite my passion, you know, quite what I'm excited about or what, you know, gets or drives me in the or drives me throughout the day. And so you go to Accenture and Accenture sounds like it was a better situation. You're still there and still are getting a good income. Um, but you're also saying it's still not, it's not quite what I want or my passion or what I want to do, or at least to have that drive and to kind of have that thing. So, you know, was your, was, how did you go about figuring out that that wasn't what you're passionate about? Is it more just, Hey, it's not funding it up in the morning or is it, you know, especially the first job because the Deutsche Bank, you know, it's a big bank. It's a, you know, it's a, it sounds like a good opportunity. What was it? Was it, you know, colleagues weren't the right, it wasn't the right circumstance. It wasn't the right, you know, job or kind of how did you go about recognizing that that wasn't your passion and then deciding how to get to work to where you did find your passion um I think for me it wasn't the colleague situation because everybody around me were you know they were all very encouraging they were great people um it was um I guess this this feeling of you know when when I when I showed up to work um I wasn't excited about it um, I was just like, oh my gosh, you know, I'm kind of like going through the motions. Um, this doesn't necessarily um, make me happy. And just that, that feeling of, you know what, there's still something more, there's still something more. So all of those feelings that I had when I was at Deutsche Bank all came rushing back within those first three months. It was just like, you know, this is great. The pay is amazing. The people are great but this is still doesn't bring me joy. I'm still not happy at the end of the day. I'm still not happy showing up at work. Um, but that conversation with that guy um, in the furniture store and um, me writing my first screenplay, I realized how excited I was to go back home every day just to work on it. And no matter how late I had to stay up till one, two, three o'clock in the morning, losing sleep. Um, that's when I realized that that was my true passion and my true love that, you know, doing something that, you know, you don't mind losing sleep over, um, that, that brings you that happiness and that internal joy. So now, so now, and it definitely makes sense. And, you know, it, it sounds like it, you know, 
took a little a little while to wind through the journey to figure out what you're what you're excited about and really you know those uh staying up late at night and or tired in the morning but still you know definitely worth it and makes it fun so now as you find your you know find out what you really wanted uh fo you know focus your time or time and effort on and you, you start to go down that route you know has it been one that has just been you know from a business perspective it's been successful or saying hey i'm not in it for the money i'm doing the film because it's a passion project or how has that gone? Has it been, you know, great opportunity and it's just uh, continuing to build? Has it been one that's hard or difficult or kind of how has it been once you identified what your passion is? Um, so once I identify what my passion was, um, so it's, it's been a, it was a bit of a mixed bag because um, even with Accenture, you know, me expressing what my troop, they were really helpful, you know, after I expressed them what to them what my passion was just trying to put me on like you know more creative projects more express you know being able to express myself in that form so that has been great in that sense um and then on the other hand with my passion um it's interesting because the more i started working at it you know refining my skills the more people entered my life in new york um i would wake up every saturday morning and spend all day at the cafe writing and i met but you know several producers and writers who you know really saw really see a talent in me and i would say long term um this is definitely something that i would want to make as my longer term career um i loved working on documentaries i love um screenwriting so um this current documentary that i'm working on right now um we're hoping to uh circulate it in the film festival um to uh, hit the film festival circuit um, and, and hope that, you know, we can at least get some traction. So um, overall, you know, being a filmmaker, that is my, 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 I would say that is my overall goal and my dream. And hopefully that income can replace my current one. <laughs> Fair enough. So now with that is, you know, so now you've been working on the film You're and I think we talked about, you're also looking at maybe doing a TV series or documentary in addition to the film. If people are wanting to check it out or get more details, you know, kind of give us an idea. When is that, you know, coming to pass? When is the film going to go live? Is it all shot and you're editing or you're still shooting or you're still getting the concept or kind of okay. where's the film at in the process? Yeah, so um, we were actually we're supposed to do a um, launch a campaign last year. Um, actually, it was going to start in March, right when they shut down the whole country <laughs> or the whole world shut down. Um, and we were going to begin filming at the end of last summer. Um, so that sort of pushed us through the beginning of this year where we um, started crowdfunding and raising money to get the team um, actually to, uh, to Jacksonville. That's where we're actually uh, filming. So we've raised um, a lot of money. We're still raising money. Um, and we begin filming July 21st. Um, so the team is set to start uh, to fly down to Jacksonville July 21st, and we'll be there for a few weeks. So right now um, we're still crowdfunding, but we're also uh, moving forward um, with, with filming. So that's where we are currently. Well, sounds like uh, an, an exciting time and uh, lots of uh, opportunity to, to continue to, to chase, chase the passion and the dream. So Absolutely. that kind of brings us a bit to where you're at today and a bit kind of where you're headed and where things are at. So with that, we always it's a good or time to transition to. I always ask two questions at the end of each podcast. So we'll jump to those now. So the first question I always ask is, Along your journey, what was the worst business decision you ever made and what did you learn from it? Uh, I would say one of the worst business decisions I've ever made. Um, it, it was one of my, it was, it was going into um, this deal with, with a guy and um, kind of, sh you know, showing him all of my 
I guess my creative work and, and showing him the blueprint to everything that I wanted to do. And I felt as though um, I was used in, in that sense, being naive, thinking everybody just wanted to help. And, you know, they were truly passionate um, the way I was. And I believe that a lot of my ideas were stolen <laughs> because of that. So I, I think that that was a really bad decision that I made because I had a lot of cool things that I was working on, um, which is another reason why I had to, to refocus. But yeah, I would say that that was a bad decision. <laughs> no, but I think it's an, an easier one to make than maybe it sounds like in the, you know, on the front end in the sense that a lot of times I think as you're going into being an entrepreneur, doing things or doing a, or a passion project or, a, a, you know, doing a side hustle to start out with, you always think everybody will work as hard as you will. They're all in it together. And then you quickly come to find out that oftentimes everybody isn't quite the, at the same level of dedication or they don't have all the band, same bandwidth or the same resources or any number of things. Such that you know that you know sometimes where you go into it you find you have to learn that lesson that there's everybody at varying degrees and and what they're willing to contribute and, and what willing to do and, and how that works out so I think it's a, a great lesson to learn from. So the second question I always ask is um, if you're talking to somebody that's just getting into a startup or a small business what would be the one piece of advice you'd give them? Oh wow, um, what would be the advice? Um... I would say, I mean, I know this is an easy thing to say, but truly, like if you if you have a passion and you're super passionate about it, excuse me, and you believe in yourself, don't allow anyone to ever minimize or diminish what you're trying to accomplish and what your overall goal is. Because even though that partnership may end, your passion and your drive, you, you, will, you will find your way, you will find yourself along the way. Because it took me five years to get to the point of just filming a documentary. Um, but there will be so many people along the way that will doubt you, that will probably laugh at you, that will say, hey, you know what, what you're currently doing is making you money. Why aren't you happy? But if you truly believe in yourself and truly believe in what you're doing, don't allow anyone to take that away from you and just always keep going and push through that. Well, I like that. <laughs> Great piece of advice and something that our people should certainly take to heart. So well, yes. as we wrap up, if people want to uh, find out more, they want to be part of the film, they want to be a investor in the film, they want to um, work with you on it, they want to come on, they want to be your next best friend, any <laughs> all of the above, what's the best way to reach out, contact you or find out more? Great. Well, um, two ways you can reach out. Uh, there's the website. It's www.janedofilms.com. That's J-A-Y-N-E-D-O-E-F-I-L-M-S.com. Uh, so www.janedofilms.com. Or um, you can email me at daniels.brittany at gmail.com. So that's D-A-N-I-E-L-S dot B-R-I-T-T-N-I at gmail.com. All right. Well, I definitely encourage people to check out the website, reach out to Brittany if you have any questions or you want to help or get involved and uh, definitely a, a great, uh, great resource to connect up with. So, well, thank you again, Brittany, for coming on the podcast. It's been a fun. It's been a pleasure. Now, for all of you that are listeners, if you have your own journey to tell and you'd like to be a guest on the podcast, feel free to go to inventiveguest.com and apply to be on the show. Two more things as listeners. One, make sure to click subscribe to your podcast player so you know when all of our awesome episodes come out. And two, leave us a review so everybody else can find out about all of our awesome episodes. And last but not least, if you ever need help with your patents, trademarks, or anything else, just go to strategymeeting.com and we're always here to help as well. Thank you again, for uh, Brittany, for coming on and wish the next leg of your journey even better than the last. Thank you so much. <laughs> <laughs>